Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Well, we know it's Super Bowl weekend, and for many people around the world, the football game is interesting, but the commercials really rule the day. And, of course, the food you have while you're watching those commercials. And as I've been thinking through, and, of course, all of the specials talk about, you know, past, you know, best commercials ever, previewing what commercials are coming up uh, in this weekend's Super Bowl. And I want to go to a a commercial from the last Super Bowl because I think there's a lesson in there that as we round out this Friday and round out our week, I think gives us some important things uh, to think about and reflect on in terms of where we go next as a nation. And you may recall uh, during that Super Bowl week, uh, there was uh, a really interesting commercial uh, featuring the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, There were also some very interesting comments made during that same week from uh, Pope Francis. Uh, And uh, the advertisement with uh, the boss uh, featured a church in Lebanon. Uh, And so if you if you start out with that as a premise, uh, the boss, the pope and a church in Lebanon sounds like a a really nice setup for a for a good joke or humorous story. But during the Super Bowl last year, the unlikely combination actually connected the dots for me on the solution to the crisis of contention and the cancer of contempt that is just crippling our country. Uh, during a, a Super Bowl last year, uh, again, this uh, ad came up with the boss, Bruce Springsteen, uh, not with a singing message, but with a, a message for America. It was a commercial for Jeep. Uh, and of course, Springsteen's distinct voice uh, called on the country to meet at a church in the middle, literally. There's a tiny chapel in Lebanon, Lebanon, Kansas. Due credit to uh, our local Kansan tie at the board today. So Lebanon, Kansas, uh, it's purportedly, it sits exactly on the geographical center of the United States of America. So there's this little chapel right in the middle of America, literally the middle of America. So the boss begins, uh, all are more than welcome to come meet here in the middle. It's no secret the middle has been a hard place to get to lately. Between red and blue, between servant and citizen, between our freedom and our fear. Springsteen continued, Now fear has never been the best of who we are. And as for freedom, it's not the property of just the fortunate few. It belongs to all of us. So whoever you are, wherever you're from, it's what connects us. And we need that connection. We need the middle. So that was fascinating because to me, it it wasn't a call to the mediocre middle, which drives me crazy, uh, nor was this some sort of call for a, you know, a big old national group hug for the citizens of the country. The call, in my view, was to the kind of courage that forged the nation to begin with, that brought people from around the world to this country to unite around the common principles of freedom. Freedom from oppression, the freedom to pursue the possibility of big dreams in a big land. It was also a call to recognize the interconnectedness and interdependence 
we have as citizens of local communities and our country as a whole. The out of many one is not just a nice slogan here in America. I think out of many one is actually a call to higher ground. Well, half a world away in Rome, Pope Francis uh, had convened, as is his tradition, all the ambassadors to the Holy See. This was the annual assembly that provides the Pope the opportunity to share what he believes lies ahead in the new year as it relates to the Holy See and the nations who have formal diplomatic ties to the Vatican. Pope Francis met the ambassadors uh, in the Hall of Benediction in St. Peter's Basilica. And it wasn't surprising to any of the ambassadors that Pope Francis spent considerable time reflecting and recounting the ills and all the negative impact that had been taking place during the pandemic. But the Pope also shared a series of issues, including the crisis of health, environment, economics, refugees, terrorism. But then he spoke of a crisis in our politics. Pope Francis said the democratic process calls for pursuing the path of inclusive, peaceful, constructive, and respectful dialogue among all the components of civil society in every city and nation. And then I I loved this, uh, not content to leave the issue as purely political, uh, Pope Francis uh, surprisingly declared an even more troubling trend. He said the crisis of human relationships as the expression Uh, dealing with the very conception of the human person and his or her transcendent dignity, that that was part of the problem. The possibilities of every human and human relationship begins with the recognition of the divine dignity, not just found in yourself, but found in others. And then he issued what he believes is the antidote to all the calamities of the day. Pope Francis said, I'm convinced that fraternity is the true cure for the pandemic and the many evils that have affected us. Along with vaccines, fraternity, and hope are, as it were, the medicine we need most today. Now, it was interesting when the Pope said that. I I don't think I heard a single cable news commentator anywhere in the country suggest that sisterhood and brotherhood could really be the cure for many of the crises we face around the world today. Finally, Pope Francis emphasized, even as we seek ways to protect human lives from the spread of the virus, we cannot view the spiritual and moral dimension of the human person as less important than physical health. I think that's pretty interesting because it's it's only in rediscovering, I think, that sorority of sisterhood and that fraternity of brotherhood that will help us reconnect to the common good of community and the global neighborhood that we call humanity. And if we can't get to that space, uh, I love uh, what our friend of Remy Zippel, uh, Rabbi, is doing in downtown Salt Lake this Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, It is a Super Bowl celebration uh, for the soul. And yes, they are going to watch the football game, but more importantly, who they're going to do it with matters even more as they're going to bring the unsheltered, those facing chronic homelessness, those who are living on our streets to come to fraternity, to sorority, to connectedness. And I think it will be every bit as important 
for those who come uh, who have a house, who don't have to worry about shelter, who uh, aren't in the throes of addiction or mental health crisis. Uh, I think the conversation is what is really going to matter. Because it, it really is true that as we look at that common ground, if we meet in the middle, uh, that will lead us to the higher ground of where we really want to be and where we really need to go as a society. Uh, if you want to be part of that, uh, we'll have that on our social media page today. It is a uh, soul Super Bowl uh, that is going to be amazing there. And there's going to be all kinds of things. There will be uh, clothes provided. There'll be great food Uh, There'll be uh, those who can provide haircuts uh, for those that are unsheltered or facing homelessness, uh, all kinds of great resources that they can tap into. But most importantly, this is going to be a chance for everybody to come together and have a different kind of conversation. So I really do believe that as we come down the home stretch, I think those messages from the boss, the pope, and a church in Lebanon are, are a pretty good place for all of us to start. Uh, It really is what will move us all forward as a nation. And with brotherhood and sisterhood, we can restore the real dignity to the nation and the ultimate power to a united people on common and higher ground. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here today on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.